I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, it's Toku Podcast, and tonight is Ladies Night. Ladies Night. Woo! When you're listening to this, we are going to be talking about all things lady. Lady. Yeah. So we thought, you know, sometimes it can get very negative being a woman oh, on yeah. the internet. It can all get a bit heavy and a bit down. So we thought mm-hmm. we would celebrate women. Yay! And yay! And yay! <laughs> and yay! And yeah, so we thought we'd be all positive and talk yes. about some heroines and yeah so you can appreciate it if you are a lady you can go i'm a lady and if you're a dude you can go ladies are great and i like sharing the earth with them yeah aren't ladies nice (laughs) aren't women fab (laughs) i've run out of words (laughs) oh great it's a good start to the podcast yes but i thought a good introduction would be Mm -hmm. the world cup yeah. The Women's World Cup. Yeah. We came third. We did. We yeah. did well. Suck it, boys. Yeah, turn not, up. Not literally. No, please don't. No. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm kind of really happy about that. I did one of those really lame tweets where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so proud of women right now. But I genuinely was. <laughs> it's like, I true. Don't, I don't watch football because I'm yeah. not interested in it. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, the women's football came on and I was like, I actually care yeah. about this. It was really cool. I watched the um, I watched Japan versus Britain, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I felt so sorry for them because yeah. they had the own goal thing, and I was like, no, I it's know. fine. But then they they did really well and came third, and it was yeah. like, yeah, yes, yes. Um, and then America were like bad ass. Oh yeah, America was so bad ass. <laughs> the second hat trick that's ever been scored in a World Cup final. And the, the other one mm-hmm. was the 1966 World Cup final where we, like, won it and stuff. Yeah. So, so yes. <laughs> Get in. Um, also, Japan were good. Yes. But they came second. And also, their uh, their manager was a bit uh, uppity. He was a mm, bit kind of, oh, yeah. well, you're bad at football. And we yeah. were like, shut up. <laughs> that's fine. There's no negativity. More no. positivity. Yes, positivity. Women. women. What's a good women's story you have? Um, I spent a week in the Lake District, which why there wasn't uh, a podcast last week. I apologize. Yep, I was, yep, I was disposed okay. and I had like no internet. It was, yeah, it yeah. was trying. But I spent it with my two dogs who were both ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you were both women dogs. Oh my God. Apart from, 
Yeah. But the thing that I thought I'd bring up, because it makes me laugh so much. One of my dogs, the older one, is mm-hmm. so, like, placid. Yeah. And very easygoing and doesn't make any noise. The other one, the younger one, yeah. it just, like, she, like, talks at you. She makes noises Aww. like a baby dinosaur, like, <laughs> and just, like, makes noises at you. But she's also, she's picked up a habit of humping things. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they've both <laughs> been they've both been scooped. Like yeah. they've had all those lady bits taken out and put in a bin. Yeah, somewhere. and put in a bin somewhere. And <laughs> and yeah, and don't you wish you could do that sometimes, eh girl? No. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And she's just started humping things. Like me and my mum were sitting on the sofa, we're having a nice conversation, nice chat, and the dog was in between us, just like she has lots of blankies that Aww. she likes. And she was like just like cuddling up to a blankie. Then all of a sudden, in the middle of this quite nice conversation <laughs> me and my mum were having, she just starts furiously humping her blanket. <laughs> and I'm just like, What is wrong with you, dog? That's not even like a blanket has enough give to I really know. hump. I know. Like, and then when she was very little, she used yeah. to have this big toy frog that was just about as mm-hmm. big as her and she used to always hump it yeah. and this frog just had this like thousand yard stare of like and she'd be like humping it and this frog would just be like looking Help at me, me like what have you done <laughs> i don't love this dog <laughs> i didn't choose this life <laughs> see my two dogs are women as well and they like to lick each other's bits so. <laughs> sorry bad time to take a drink maybe yeah, but yeah they, they sort of go at it in the kitchen i'm like Girls, please, please take it somewhere else. This is the kitchen. I mean, they're not allowed upstairs, so it's not like they can take it to the bedroom. Yeah, take I it mean, to the the utility the dog room. bed. Yeah, I don't know. My oh, dogs don't guys. like each other enough oh. to do it. Mine don't like each other, but they love licking each other's bits. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's story kind of, of my life. <laughs> love hate. It's a bit of like an orange is the new black kind of thing. Yeah, they're yeah. basically both in prison and they're like, well, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Then one of them did have sexy times with a man dog. Oh, yes, because she had yeah. puppies. Well, it took her like three goes because the first two goes. Aww. Maybe she was too young, but she's also a bit of a scatterbrain. Yeah. And um, like from what I hear, the guide dog was like, what's up, sexy? And she was like, ew, gross. No. But obviously the third time he had a better pickup line or whatever. Aww. Like, yeah. woof. And she was like, oh, Oh, yeah. well, if you put it like that. Go that's... on then. <laughs> oh, those guys. So yeah, we thought uh, we would celebrate women Yay. in all their glory and all their forms. Even the ones that are dogs. Yes, even the ones, <laughs> especially the ones that are dogs. <laughs> Because my dogs always make me laugh. Aww. And we thought eventually, well, our first thought was that we were going to try and put, think of women that we could put on the banknote. Yes. To base banknote. But then we started getting into it and then we started finding lots of cool women who weren't British and yes. things like that. So we were like, okay, mm. well, what about if Bitcoins had <laughs> women on yeah. them? Except maybe not exactly Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is no. a bit gross at the yeah. moment. But, um, maybe yeah. just if there was some kind of world currency, yeah. and we needed to find like credit women. cards. Yes. Like traveller's checks. Yes. <laughs> women on your traveller's checks. Yeah, you'd be like, why is there a picture of like Lara Croft on my traveller's check? And you'd be like, you're welcome. I'd be like, why isn't there one? <laughs> like, no, but yeah. there is. Thank you. <laughs> I don't actually know how travellers' checks work. I no. just assume they're a global thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. either, because we live in the modern world. But let's imagine that they are like global money, and that <laughs> someone's face needs to be on them. Mm-hmm. We're here to help you. Yes. We have 
gone through and picked out we had a very odd moment before we came in we were just looking at some like lists of yes. notable women and stuff and one of them was a list of bisexual women yeah and it kind of had it had you know abc like alphabet alphabetical order <laughs> and one of the top ones was amaterasu from, from okami. okami the wolf lady goddess thing is she bisexual is that law I like she has a, a baby cause yeah, because the sequel's about yeah baby. Chibi Tarasu. He's so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> but I don't remember any mention of her, like, no. actually getting it on with anyone. No, because she's a god. Like, yeah. So is she buys. I found that very confusing. Yeah. I mean, it's cool if she is. Yeah, I mean... she's a wolf, so... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, your dogs. Maybe she licks other wolves' bits. Yes, I don't remember maybe. that bit. Maybe that's DLC. Yeah, well, you obviously you didn't 100% it like I did. <laughs> well... Maybe it, I should. It all got a bit real. <laughs> Imagine if that just came into a cutscene. You're like, "What's this have to do with the game?" And then if it's on the Wii, you have a really bad kind of motion control <laughs> mini game. It's like, kind of, and it's like, oh, drawing with the paintbrush. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, sad yeah. face. That didn't oh, do well. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful story. It is a gorgeous story. <laughs> so we're going to tell you about the women we want to put on the travelers' checks. Yes, and you're going to love it. Yes. <laughs> Deal with it. We haven't actually consulted, so we might have Yeah, some we of the might same have women. the same women. I've got three yeah. ladies from history. So do I. Because I, I like history. Technically, one of my ladies from history is several ladies from history, but. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We can have a group. Uh, yeah, picture. yeah. Like everybody get in, and then one of them's doing like bunny ears behind yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. Like on they the could be nice. <laughs> okay, okay, so you you go first. Tell me your okay. lady. Mm, which one to put first? I don't know. Okay, I am putting forward Ada Lovelace. Interesting. Good choice. Yes. So Ada Lovelace, often seen as the mother of computing, mm-hmm. and uh, some would argue the first. Um, a uh, programmer uh that's a little bit up in the air although mm. she is the kind of some people call her like the um the like prophesizer or whatever that's it is of of um yeah. of computing because she kind of before anybody else she wrote a thing about all the how what computers could be used for mm. and how they there could be more to them than simple mathematic equations okay. and that they have a potential that we don't understand yet like so way like ahead a of her time writer. yeah right that's she was cool. like she was um a hundred years before any of those things were actually realized yeah. she saw it before anything else so she's famous for um being mates with uh, Babbage. Yeah. You know Babbage's analytic machine? They both have really cool names. Oh, yeah. Ada Lovelace yeah. is the best name ever. I mean, I don't want to say that they should have got married because obviously that's simplifying it, but they would have had the coolest double-barreled name if they did. Oh, yeah. Babbage Lovelace. Lovelace Babbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, she was a very <clears throat> intelligent lady. Yeah. She was... Here, I've got my notes mm-hmm. <laughs> she was born in 1815 um it was really sad she died really young she died at 36 that was a recurring thing i had in yeah. a lot of my research she died of uh, uterine cancer oh, i think no. so yeah no she had a goddamn lady but bits. it's just amazing how much she got done yeah in her 36 years she was a kind <laughs> of renowned mathematician <clears throat> at 17 yeah. it was suddenly really apparent that she was like a bit of a genius and um, she had Mary Somerville was her tutor that she got mm-hmm. along really well and that's how she met Babbage and um, she wrote I'm trying to find it here but she got asked to do a translation of an Italian guy's notes 
on a lecture that Babbage did mm-hmm. um, about his machine. And so she was like, okay, I'll translate them. And then Babbage was like, well, why don't you add some of your own notes? Because you're like hella clever, Ada. I think he kind of... <laughs> That's um, a quote. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of, I was like reading some bits up, and I don't know anywhere near enough to make assumptions on yeah. stuff. You know, this is just a taste so that you guys can look into it if you're interested. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it sounds like he may have been slightly obsessed with her. Oh, no. He called her like the enchantress of numbers. Oh, no. And, um, oh, dude, no. <laughs> and, and one thing I found really cool was that when she was quite young, she, she got very ill and she yeah. got measles and she was bedridden for like a year and mm. she had to walk with crutches for a long time afterwards. Aww. But she became then obsessed with flying, like she wanted to fly. So she like studied like how birds fly and they're anatomy and she looked at different materials like and the best things to make wings out of mm-hmm. and he called and like another like nickname for bab like babbage had for her was like i don't know it was something like fairy woman or something oh, like he that sounds so i know he sounds like the most <laughs> milady thing ever it's like oh you enchantress of numbers and she's like, all right mate and she's like yeah okay i'll i'll take a look at your yeah. thing but um just call me ada yeah seriously fine. just call me ada or miss lovelace <laughs> if you will um but yeah and so yeah, and it was, it was uh, so she became obsessed with trying to um, figure out how to fly, and she later published a kind of book about her kind of like theories and her things, and she kind of looked at like if you were to make wings, like the different materials that would be good to make them out of. It was yeah. like shall I use wire or or paper or feathers and things <laughs> like that. And she was she was really cool. She got married and had three kids. That's where the name Lovelace comes from because she was Lady Lovelace. Three kids. Yeah. Wow. Three kids by yeah. She's pretty accomplished. I, I mean, know. obviously not just the kids, but like getting all that done before you're 36. I it? know. Yeah, That's she mad. she died when she was 36. And the last year of her life, she was pretty much like, hmm. she was pretty bedridden. The That's poor sad. thing. Yeah, it's, it's sad. But, um, but yeah, so she did all of that. And some mm-hmm. people, um, there's some controversy over the extent of her contributions mm-hmm. um, and how much is Babbage's work and how much is hers. Um, which is sad. I read it and I was like, oh. But then a lot of it, I think it's difficult because a lot of it, obviously, again, I don't know anywhere near enough to make any kind of historical (laughs) judgment or anything like that. But it sounds almost like, it sounds a lot like people didn't almost, they didn't believe that she could have been this clever kind of thing. They wouldn't have questioned it if she wasn't a woman. Exactly, like, It's that kind of thing. It's like, hmm. And then lots of people were saying, like, oh, well, she was a manic depressive and she, like, just thought she was really clever. But then and but then there's lots of people that defend her going, well, no, because if you look at the letters that are mm. there, like, she's obviously incredibly intelligent. And yeah. the things that she wrote and this massive... The notes that she made on the Italian guy's translations were longer yeah. than his actual thing. Mm. And she, like, um, she did them, like, alphabetical, like, named them, like, A, B, C, B. And A is the one that's really famous and um, kind of predicts all the computer things. And That's it's cool. It's so cool. She sounds cool. She sounds so cool. I want to be Ada Lovelace's friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's note A, the first she wrote, and the one over which Babbage had the least influence, because she, because they were friends, yeah. she would like ask about stuff, and he would ask her. And I think, 
I kind of feel like if it was two male correspondents, yeah. which often were at the time, there's like the thing of like the Republic of Letters, that's a bit earlier and stuff, but people like this, they would be in constant, you know, kind of talking to each other and things. Yeah. And if it was two guys <laughs> talking and being like, oh, mate, I want some help with this, people wouldn't be like, well, she didn't know what yeah, they were talking about. Yeah, those aren't original ideas because she had to talk to someone about them. Yeah, and it says, so yeah, <laughs> note A, contains the sophisticated analysis of the idea and implications of mechanical com computation cool yeah so, so she's, she's she's like the hg wells of computers yeah all the predicting and she um some say she's the, technically the first debugger because uh babbage sent her a big long mathematical equation mm-hmm. and she spotted a problem in it that would have been a bug in his machine so she could have been an excellent qa yeah in video game she was she was the original qa <laughs> oh, what, a, what a sad way to describe yeah that. i was about to say that's like the least impressive way yeah. to describe someone. she basically could have gone no into the to bottom QA. yeah and uh, yeah i don't know she would have been like uh i don't know enough about making games the yeah. one at the top who makes all the important decisions but yes <laughs> but yes cool. she's she was cool so that's one to that's one yeah. of my people you go away to love yeah you go not only do you have an awesome <clears throat> name but you were hella clever yeah um so mine's going even further back mm-hmm. i've got obviously with my classical background i'm gonna go for someone a bit classical mm-hmm. Boudicca. oh badass yeah. kick-ass redhead Awesome lady uh, with a cool name. Yeah. Cool names are kind of a running theme. <laughs> yeah. We've we just gone through and went, oh, that's yeah. cool. Because <laughs> all the cool history dudes are called like John. Yeah. And Henry. John. Mark. And it's like, oh, yeah. cool. Boudicca. Yeah. Boudicca. Yeah, that's, that's the name that sounds like a punch to the face. <laughs> so basically, she's the queen of the Iceni. So she, she wasn't a sole ruler. She mm-hmm. ruled with her husband, who was the king. Uh, but the Romans came along and they were like, ooh, ooh we're a bit threatened by her. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to rip whip her mm-hmm. and we're going to do horrible, horrible things to her daughters. Yeah. And like Boudicca, like the badass lady she is, wasn't going to take that lying down. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what the hell, mm. Mr. Roman's man. Yeah. But in uh, whatever language they spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Latin. She wouldn't have been speaking Latin, I don't think. I don't know. Let's not go into the bit where I start to sound historically stupid. Oh, um, I was so clever. I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know any yeah. of this, but yeah. So she was the queen of basically this area in Norfolk. I mean, Norfolk isn't very exciting at the moment, mm. but back then, it's pretty significant and large part of England. Um, so yeah, she revolted and she destroyed Colchester, which was the Roman capital of Britain yes. at the time. And she was just like, pow! Like, imagine going to Colchester now and trying to destroy it. You'd be like, oh, this is really big. And also there's uh, a zoo there and I wouldn't really <laughs> want to hurt the animals. There probably, there probably wasn't a zoo then. But yeah. if there was, she would have been great and been like, someone evacuate the animals before I beat up some Romans. Mm. So she did that. And then she destroyed St. Albans. Pff, who cares about St. Albans? Yeah. What have they got? Like, yeah. Posh boys. Nah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and London. She destroyed London. Like, obviously not London as it is now. She didn't, like, go and, you mm. know, smash up a load of tube trains or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she destroyed London, which probably was at least a significant size because it's got a pretty big port or yeah. whatever. Um, so she's th- just running through Britain, smashing up rather large towns. And um, <laughs> and then eventually she was defeated. But she wasn't just defeated. She actually took poison. So she was like... Uh, oh, so she wasn't th- even going to let them have yeah. the thing of... 
this is the end of the line for me, she says. And she goes, nom, 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 and drinks some poison. And then they come in and they go, no! But then, you know... Uh, My God, it's like, it's like Buddha is next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I actually, yeah, I do historical reenactments. Uh, I thought so. Do you put yeah. on like a big red wig and like And I just style. run around punching tube trains and yeah. like, no! It's not, it's not an enactment if... No one else is involved. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite part of the Boudicca story is that um, she made Nero, who's the emperor at the time, freak out. Mm. So he'd... Uh, this is based on Wikipedia. If this is wrong, I'm very sorry. I'm yeah. very sorry, historical people. I didn't study Roman Britain. I studied Rome, so I don't know this for sure. But Nero <laughs> was basically, apparently, emperor at the time. And uh, Nero's a bit of a mad guy. Yeah. He uh, yeah. apparently slept with his mum, then killed his mum, mm-hmm. probably killed his predecessor, mm-hmm. did some really nasty things to people, Yeah, uh, basically bankrupted Rome. And then this one woman comes along and goes, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared of her. And um, that's how cool she was, that she could freak out a psychopath yeah. from across like most of Europe. Yeah, And she was totally trendy as well, because she had talks. You know, the uh, big... Um, massive oh, gold yes, necklace. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she used to wear those, and Sweet. those are cool. So that you is cool. Boudicca. That's like you could get that for lots of money in Urban Outfitters now. <laughs> yeah, that's Boudicca's doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that and really thick woolen capes. <laughs> I think I dressed up as her once. <laughs> what? When? Yeah. I also dressed up as Asterix once. So let's that's not good. talk that's, about. Wow, that. I think I think that is definitely things yeah. Kate has dressed up as Coco Chanel. Coco Chanel? How do you dress up as Coco Chanel? I wore pearls just... and a fur coat. Ah, okay. And a fancy Pretty dress. Good. And maybe some heels. Why did you dress up as Coco Chanel? My school used to have a French day. Ah. Uh, so you dress up as someone French, and kids don't really know who French celebrities are. And yeah. And my mum was just like, Coco Chanel, and I was like, fur coats! Yeah, it's like, ooh, so, fancy! Yeah. <laughs> I looked really cool for a day, probably. Nice. Anyway, who's your next lady? My next lady. Well, I should point out, because the difficult thing is, when you're looking at historical people as heroines and stuff, is that mm-hmm. everyone is... This isn't a reflection on the next day I'm talking to you. I was just thinking okay. in general. Okay. It's like, <laughs> is that everyone has, you know, kind of... Everyone is a product of their time. Yes. Or of their society. So, like, you may look at someone and think, oh, they did really good things, and then you realise that they were also incredibly homophobic and... Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, believed in eugenics, which is probably most people in the yeah. early 20th century. Yay. But... But we should put that to the side and celebrate people what they were and see them as a product of the mm-hmm. society. And yeah. But the next woman I'm looking at is pretty awesome. Cool. The uh, uh, I study history as Kate, uh, Kate no. does classics. She goes a bit <laughs> earlier than me. And uh, one of the things I look at is the Enlightenment, which is... I love me some Enlightenment. Oh, the Enlightenment is well mm. good. I did all the French Revolution stuff, so I'm yes. like, nom, 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 philosophy. Yes, that's me. The Enlightenment is well good. Yes. So uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, the Enlightenment is a uh, kind of, um, I don't know, it's lots of different things. Some Mm -hmm. use it as a time period. Um, A lot of people use it as a kind of um, intellectual movement. Yes, kind of like the Renaissance, but for brains. Yes, (laughs) the Renaissance, but about reason and stuff. So the next lady I'm looking at is Mary Wollstonecraft. And I always say her name, it's Wollstonecraft. But yes, she was awesome. She is um, cited by feminist scholars as perhaps one of the first uh, feminist scholar herself. Cool. Which is quite interesting. Um, And she was very much a lady of the Enlightenment. She was around Mm in the late 18th century. Late, yes. (laughs) I I always get that wrong. Okay, I've been studying history for a long time now, and I always get that wrong. Same. It's 18th century. 1700s. 
18th century. Because they're the zeros yeah. of the first century. And then I always look at it in my head and I'm like, no, but there's an, I just said 18. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. So she was pretty awesome. She was, um, which is often one of the things you see when looking up these ladies is that they, it's quite sad. They get, um, they get kind of a, kind of um nasty things said about them mm. because they kind of get lots of rumors about their private life and things like yeah. you look at Catherine the Great who was uh the kind of uh, leader yeah. of uh Russia had sex with horses right? yeah exactly Am like I there's right? there's that whole thing <laughs> I mean she was a saucy devil she had a yes. room which had furniture with like penises on it and stuff Whoa. but people just, you just all over the place definitely look that up yeah it's penises those, for arms yeah, yeah no literally <laughs> literally it's if you look at the tables and chairs of Catherine the Great and she had yeah. a kind of erotic room and <laughs> she literally like the legs of chairs were penises and I things. could just imagine her sitting in there being like <laughs> and really, I'll be like this is, this is freaking awesome <laughs> just like calling in her butler being like I love the chicken and he's like goodness me Catherine <laughs> And she's like, oh, it's just my penis room. <laughs> Don't be so flustered. I want an erotic penis furniture room. <laughs> Isn't that what we're sitting in right now? Well, no one needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so women often get bad mouth because yeah. they get things. And Mary Wollstonecraft was a little bit of that. Um, people kind of had a go at her because mm-hmm. of affairs and things like that. And same with Ada Lovelace. They said that, you know, you're too close to men and you spend yeah. too much time with men, so you must be a whore and stuff like that. <laughs> Which is, but we should, yeah. rem- but, you know, that's just what people often did to yeah. women. But they should be remembered. So um, she, Mary Wollstonecraft um, is best known for writing A Vindication of the Rights of Women in 1792. Mm-hmm. And basically, which she argued that women were not inferior to men, we were not genetically inferior to men, and mm-hmm. um, the only thing that's holding us back is poverty and a lack of education and, and things God like that. goddamn childbirth. Yeah, and, uh, and actually, it's funny you should say that, because mm-hmm. uh, childbirth is what killed her. This keeps happening. Yeah, it seems to be a recurring theme with our historical ladies. I actually got caught in a little Wikipedia. What is it called? Like a Wikipedia hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, About basically all the different kinds of childbirth deaths. There's Um, so many. Because that's a thing you always see in like period dramas. Yes. No pun intended there. Um, (laughs) Where they'll have a baby. Yeah. And and then then just just die. They'll mention that the uterus, the the placenta is still in the uterus. Well, yes, that's exactly. And you're like, that means she's going to die. exactly what happened yeah. to Mary Wollstonecraft she got mm-hmm. um childbed fever which is caused by I think the placenta not like coming like, out or goes rotting yeah, or something or, inside you and yeah yeah basically ladies make sure your placenta comes out okay <laughs> a little a little tip from two girls that have not given birth <laughs> I've never even seen a placenta <laughs> I just yeah. think it just looks like a big jelly doesn't it yeah like that's a big what it is. jellyfish with yeah. eyes that's what I would that's what I think <laughs> it's the one that's not the baby Yes, yes, that's the thing. The thing that comes out, that's not a little human. Yeah. yeah. You might have to check. They're very similar. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> but yes, yeah. so, so she basically thought that there should be a society mm-hmm. based on reason, which is a big enlightenment thing. They thought, let's get rid of all this, like, all this silly, like, religion and things yeah. like that and focus on reason, which sounds good. Does it get a little bit problematic later on? But mm-hmm. she basically believed that the only thing holding back women was poverty and lack of education and she's a very interesting woman and yeah. her daughter was mary shelley who wrote frankenstein Whoa. 
It's really cool. cool. That's a really cool, like, family of women. Mary's faux life. Yeah. But she, um, but yeah, you should look at Mary Wilson's craft. She's very interesting. She does And she had a biography written um, about her after she died by a man. Um, because Aww. she was that well respected and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it sounded like a really cool time, like the the Enlightenment, the French Revolution, mm. not the Revolution. Well, she itself, went but... over to France yeah. and uh, became really well known because she wrote a thesis, basically having a go. A conservative man wrote a thing, yeah. basically saying, "Oh, it's bad. Look at the French Revolution." You know, it wasn't great. Let's yeah. be honest. But then she she kind of as the kind of enlightenment romantic yeah. types went over and went, no! She did a book tour. It's reason, <laughs> and it's all great. But it's, and she became incredibly famous mm. off the back of that, and um, she attempted, she made her living as an author, which was incredibly rare at the yeah. time. A woman working as a writer was, you were often, you know. That's mm. a thing as well, like a lot of the women were looking at, um, especially at this time, were rich. Yeah. We wouldn't hear about them if they weren't rich. <laughs> But this even I remember we looked at one time in history. There's like all these like photos mm. of like scientific societies and things, and they have like a photo or a painting, and there's lots of people, and they have the names yeah. underneath. Like this was Charles Sandwich, Charles Sandwich, <laughs> and things like that. Charlie then, Toasty to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> he was a right laugh. Oh, Charlie. And there's sometimes be women in the photos, but the women's names are kept out underneath, oh. so we don't know who they are. God Which is sad. Damn it, science. So it's good when we can find out who these people are. <laughs> what I really like is the thing that they did around the Enlightenment, but also in, um, especially uh, ancient Greece, which is where a load of philosophers get together, get drunk and chat, mm. which sounds like the coolest thing. Yes, they had um, yeah. they had a... Uh, uh, like well, they had coffee rooms in Britain, yeah. and in France they had salons. Yes, salons, which were often <laughs> run by women. Yeah, and stuff, which is cool. And now they're just places where you get your hair did. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I wish we had like women yeah, why gathering can't... and just getting drunk and being like, and... you know, escape. I mean, I guess we could do that. We could do that. We, we could organize that. I did so. forget wine. I said I was going to bring wine and then I was in a rush because I have oh. no sense of time. So now we can't be cool historical wine. women and it's no. all your fault. Sorry, I've got some water. Clean uh, water? We can't philosophize yeah. over water. No, we can't. That was really sad. Uh. We'd come up with some really boring philosophies. Yeah. It would just be like looking at a beige wall. Mm. Yeah. Who's your next lady? My next lady is six women. Oh, Can you okay. guess who they are? Because there's six of them. Henry VIII's wife. Ah, there we go. Because, I mean, maybe they weren't all perfect, but they were, largely, very intelligent women. Yes. Well, so, they have to be to get into that position. And also to put up with him. Yeah. Uh, so his first wife, Catherine of, Catherine of Aragon, put mm-hmm. up with him for over 20 years. Yes. Which is a fact that surprised me when I was studying the Tudors. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, is a period of some pretty badass women. Like, you had Mary yeah. and Elizabeth and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 20 years. 20-something years. That she yeah. put up with him. That's long enough for like a pretty long marriage. Yeah. And then he married five women after. I know. Her. Well, she wasn't she. She grew up kind of going around battlefields in yeah. Spain because her mum was like quite a. Her mum and her dad were quite badass people, just getting into yeah. wars. Spain was sort of having a lot of civil war, I think, yeah. at the time. So she and her mum of... was a pretty strong. Like mm-hmm. taught her lots of things as if she's quite yeah. a well-educated woman. I mean, I think she was very serious mm. from all accounts. She was very 
into her religion. Yeah. Um, oh, she was very Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Henry probably didn't care as much because when Anne Boleyn came along, yeah. who probably was the most intelligent of his wives, mm. she could speak like loads of languages and she was intelligent enough to kind of sort of manipulate him. Yeah, like play into, the field a little bit and yeah. kind of get around. She knew what she was doing. Like yeah. if you watch the other Boleyn girl, you'll see kind of, I mean, not that that's historically accurate, yeah. but you'll see how kind of manipulative you would have to be Oh yeah, to, to get someone to renounce their religion yeah. and change an entire country well, we always love. We always forget like, well, not even for, for sex, yeah. if we're, you know, being brutal. Yeah, and but, babies. And babies, yeah, and babies little and boys. <laughs> But, like, when you look at, like, the kind of Tudor court and stuff, mm. and they would risk all this stuff, and then they would risk having their being, like, you know, killed yeah. and things. But yeah. they would, like, that takes some fucking balls to, yeah. <laughs> to be, like... Lady balls. Yeah, it takes some massive lady balls, some huge <laughs> ovaries. <laughs> she had huge, huge ovaries. Massive ovaries. Big. Popping like, out her ears. All over the place. <laughs> oh, God. And Henry was like... That's fit. As a, I love a good ovary on a woman. Oh, yeah. But basically, a woman's only political tool was her sexuality. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's sad. Mm. But the women that, you know, properly yeah. owned it and used it, like, I mean, that's yeah. not fantastic in today's world mm. because we have more power than that. Yeah. But, we you have know, more back avenues. then, if all you've got yeah. is your looks and your, your sexy parts, yeah. then, you know, own it. Yeah. And do that. It's like sometimes they could get a bit of power by being um, widowed mothers. Mm. So, like, their sons, like, often they would, like, educate their sons. And um, a lot of... thing in Rome as well. Yeah, and a lot of the kind of great leaders and and stuff would often cite, like, their mothers Mm. and stuff. Because it was, it was a Roman tradition. Yeah. It's such and a, it would it's be, a heroic yeah. image of a woman being like, I lost my husband, but I'm raising all these children. Yeah. Yes. But, um, but also losing your husband means you have a lot more freedom and a lot more power than if he was around. So yeah, just saying. <laughs> money. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so Anne Boleyn was smart. Uh, Jane Seymour, don't know a lot about her. Apparently she looked um, like a horse, which well, is harsh. I think a lot of the ladies were quite inbred. <laughs> um, I mean, they were all, you know, well-born. Yes. And often related to Henry. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of horse faciness Yeah. And also on. the thing with those kind of, the kind of paintings at the time. Yes. No one looks good. No, they're in, really bad at, like, Oh, eyes. yeah. Renaissance paintings <laughs> are, like... So bad. Yeah. Or the people <laughs> always look a bit strange. Mm. Henry's paintings look all right, but he's got a beard to hide yeah, exactly. his chinage. To like, it's like yeah. the there's a Twitter thing like Renaissance cats mm. and babies and stuff. Oh, the babies! The babies oh, are horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jane Seymour. The paintings of her aren't great. Yeah. But um, you know, Henry didn't marry again for three years mm-hmm. after she died. So you know, even though that was basically only because a boy came out of the lady parts. Wait, no. Am I thinking of Jane Seymour, or am I thinking of Jane Seymour? Did she wasn't hugely attractive? But Anne of Cleves is the Anne other of one. Cleves. That's the one I'm thinking of because he, he got shown like a horse. he got shown yeah. a picture of her, like and that yeah. made her look really beautiful. And he was like, "Oh yeah, have a bit of that." And then she arrived, and he was like, "No," which yeah. must be the worst thing. <laughs> I feel really sorry for Anne of Cleves. Like, yeah, I think I heard she had that a bad she, time. she wasn't she wasn't so smart. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, maybe if she was interesting mm. for Henry, you know, but mm, he seemed to be very obsessed with the yeah. baby making. Yeah. And basically he just was like, oh, God, no, ew, 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 send her away, send her away. And then she never remarried. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but she, I think she got uh, quite a lot of money. So, you know, she did well. And then there's Catherine Howard, 
who again didn't really last very long. Yeah. Um, but she seemed quite interesting and quite fun. Yeah. I think she was quite fun and flirty. Yeah. So that's what he cool. seemed to like. And then there was Catherine Parr, who was basically just a glorified nurse, poor lady. Oh god. But then yeah. she she married her the true love of her life. Oh. But then she died in childbirth. So, oh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> She had a bit of a crappy life. So I yeah. think they all deserve recognition. Yeah. They all got screwed over by this one particular asshole of a man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, they had short-lived fun, but then basically he was so demanding mm. and such a creep yeah. that they didn't really get a good deal out of it. Like, mm. Jane Seymour arguably got the best deal and she died because of the mm. baby he did in her. Yeah. So, you know, they deserve something. And then it's the kind of the thing where it wasn't... Um, there was lots of stuff about... Um, Anne Boleyn mm-hmm. having like six fingers or six toes because she's a witch because she must be because she manipulated a king and yes. stuff <laughs> and poor poor clever women of their day yeah. often get blamed for being witches but then we had yeah. Elizabeth the first she came from badass. that she was badass and she there's lots of theories on that she didn't get married because it meant that she could keep her power she wouldn't have Good. to uh, have a husband that would mm. have more legal rights. Because that's her. the thing, I watched The Young Victoria recently yeah. for like the third time. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I love Emily Blunt, she's amazing. Um, <laughs> and obviously it's all fictionalised, but mm. you've got Young Victoria yes, yes. Mm-hmm. being like, I'm not going to get married because then like someone else would do the work for me and yeah. I want to make the decisions. And I'm like, you go Emily Blunt, Victoria. <laughs> but then she marries for love. Yeah, and her love. cousin. Well. <laughs> yeah, that bit's a bit creepy where they're like, you know who's hot? Your uncle's son. Yeah, he's nice, he's isn't he? He's really fit. And yeah. she's like, oh, good point. It's like, ew. <laughs> also, I'm scared the laptop's going to run out of battery. So you start yours and okay. you go and charge it. Okay, right. Well, while Kate goes and puts the charger on, the next lady I'm looking at is not a British lady because... I, I, well, this is a woman that I've ended, because you get in those kind of uh, Wikipedia binges, and I came across it, and she's a woman called Josephine Baker, and she is an absolutely extraordinary woman. Like, I didn't know, um, I didn't know much about her. I kind of recognised the name. Um, but basically, she was a, uh, a dancer and a singer and an actress, but she was also a civil rights activist and a spy. My God. Which is cool. How does she have time for all of that? Basically, she um, she was born... Video games didn't exist. No. <laughs> yes, we would be all those things if it wasn't for video games. God damn it. So she was born in 1906 in Missouri. Um, okay. And so she was... So, yeah. So, um, and she was kind of one of the first kind of a black kind of well, famous women in America ever, really. No. Um, she was kind of a... She was an incredibly famous dancer. Um, she was in a few... Uh, she was in... She was the uh, first black woman to star in a major motion picture. While being a spy. Not at the time, but she will be later. We'll get on to that. (laughs) So yeah, and she became an absolute world-famous entertainer. I'd say the films are very much of their time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we should also... That's not her. We should recognise. But she did some pretty awesome stuff. Um, She contributed so much to the civil rights movement that Martin Luther King... Um, she ended up, she, oh man, she, yeah, she was offered the unofficial leadership in the movement in the United States by um, Martin Luther King's wife after he died. Aww. She was like such a strong character. It was like, you know, you take over, but she couldn't because she was working um, for the French resistance in World War II um, and was busy doing all that. 
Um, sorry, I can't do that really important thing. I'm busy doing a different important thing. I'm busy doing this. And basically, That's it's cool. she ended up leaving America and moving to France. And France and Paris mm-hmm. is like where she spent most of her life. And it was like her true love. And she ended up getting the... What's the cross they give? The kind of big... The medal... Quarter something or other. Donna. <laughs> oh, God. I've got it here. It was the Croix de Guerre. Oh, okay. And made a chevalier of the Légion d'Honneur. But yeah, Ooh. by Charles de Gaulle, which yeah, is a big me, thing me for a lady and mm, for a foreign <laughs> African-American lady, which is yeah. a big deal. But she ended up... Um, so yeah, she became incredibly famous. And the reason she ended up leaving America mm-hmm. and moving to France was um well one of there was a couple of reasons but one of the main reasons was that she was fed up with uh, racial segregation mm-hmm. and she got really angry saying that you know it wasn't fair that she had to go through the back door yeah, and that damn um, and you weren't ha- you weren't allowed to have mixed race audiences yeah. and things like that and she basically you know was said you know no that's enough i'm sick of that <laughs> and um france at the time was um a bit more accepting and so audiences weren't legally separating things like that and so she found her place there and she became very Yay. famous and basically well um she had a big entourage and she moved around north africa entourage? yeah she was cool. yeah she was badass like she had a I massive entourage one. and she ended up adopting loads of children all okay. of um, all of different race, I think. Whoa. Because she believed in kind of having like uh, kind of multiracial and that it shouldn't matter and she wanted to kind of lead by example and things like that. And she's, yeah. And um, so, yeah, and she was, yeah, she was also, she left because she was accused of communist sympathies <sighs> as most of them were at the time. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, um, yeah, so she moved around North Africa and lots of the French colonies, and mm-hmm. she would, um, the spy part she did was that she would move, um, she would bring information back, kind of hidden around her person, because obviously she was a woman and she was an entertainer, so she wouldn't have been as rigorously, you know, kind of searched as yeah. others and stuff. But, um, but yeah, pretty much she was pretty badass. Yeah, and, um, good choice. Yeah, and uh, she kind of... Um, she uh, she kind of made lots of stands against racial segregation mm-hmm. and she refused to play places that had a policy with that and things like that. And um, she worked with the NAACP, which is the National, Infa- uh, National Association for Advancements of Coloured People. Um, and she had a kind of real reputation as being a crusader. And yeah. basically, she was she was pretty awesome. Like, she, cool. was, she was badass. She did a lot of stuff. And she, yeah, and... Yeah, she was really cool. <laughs> and also she was a big uh, influence on people like Shirley Bassey and Aretha Franklin and things like that. And Really? Yeah, and she was... Oh, because she was an entertainer. Yeah, she was a singer yeah. and a dancer and an actress and a spy and a civil rights activist. So Josephine Baker is awesome and you should definitely look her up. Also, she has a cool name. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a normal name, but it's a cool name. Yeah. Josephine Baker. Josephine like Baker. Journalist. Or a spy. Or a spy, but shh, Kate. <laughs> I think it's okay now. Wait, who was she a spy for? The, uh, the French. The French. Yeah. And okay. she did. Uh, she was part of the French resistance against uh, the Vichy government in the Second wow. World War. Yeah. She was pretty Good. cool. And all because she didn't have video games. <laughs> I can't believe that. It's yeah, amazing. That's the, the world about video games, eh? <laughs> um, so my last one. I've got a couple. And I'm I'm going to tell you a little bit about both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my first one is Lady Jane Grey. 
Yes. Now, people don't really know about Lady Jane Grey. Lady Jane Grey is a sad story. She's she uh, she grew up near where I live. Yes. Like just down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go and visit her house, but it's all in ruins. But yes. You can see the chapel where some of her family members are buried. Not her though. I think she's in another chapel. Yeah. Uh, basically, her story is uh, when Edward the Sixth, uh, who was Henry's son, mm-hmm. was king. Um, he was all gross and ill. Yeah. All the time. He was a sickly child. Yeah, I think he had tuberculosis and probably yeah. like 50 other things. He was, yeah, apparently, yeah. He was, apparently he was very kind of, well, they say weak. I think he was just mm. an ill child. And then there's rumours that like his physician and, and his guardian probably poisoned him. And maybe they did. Yeah. Maybe they did. To be honest, did. they probably didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. It sounds, yeah. Yeah. And even in all the pictures, you know, they try and make people look good in those pictures. Yeah, and even then he looks a bit like sickly. Rough. Yeah. Um, so basically he's on his deathbed for mm-hmm. his entire life. And um, his, I think, Lord Protector was the title. Basically the guy, the guy who ruled the kingdom. Yeah. In his stead was like, hey, you know who should be queen next? Mm. And Edward's like, my sister who is second in line to the throne? And the guy's like, no, mm. my son. And Edward's like, but your son's not related to me. And he's like, he would be if he was married to the right person. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. And so Edward's like, okay, who should he marry? And it's this distant cousin. And they're like, she's second in line to the throne. Mm. And Mary's like, no, she's not. Yeah. Like, I can prove this. Look at my bloodline. I always find Lady Jane Grey quite sad because it's like she's just been used yeah, by power-hungry, like malignant men, and in like a game, and she ends up paying yeah. for it. And as, she's she's yeah. this young girl who's sort of thrown into this marriage with this guy she's never met. Who's yeah, probably a bit of a butt because yeah. he's also only like seventeen or yeah. whatever. And they're like, "You're queen now," and she's like, "But uh, okay, cool." Yeah. And she's really young. And she's really smart, like she knows Latin and Greek and all the languages because mm. she liked to read in her tower, which I think oh. is really cute. <laughs> oh, God. So then she's sent off to London to yeah. go and rule the country for nine days. Yeah. And then Mary's Isn't like... Isn't she the shortest rule ever of a monarch? Probably. Yeah. But like Mary turns up, Mary, yeah. obviously the rightful ruler, and yeah. goes... Like, basically, Mary, not known for her sympathy. <laughs> no, but she's quite nice to, to Jane. Yeah. She sort of goes, look, I know this isn't your fault, so I'm going to put you in prison. Uh, yeah. And we'll sort it out later. And Jane's like, okay. And Mary's like, yeah, see ya, bye, I'm off to be queen. And then after about, like, a year and a half, yeah. Mary goes, I'm being pressured to kill you, so... I'm going to do Soz. that now. <laughs> and she sends off Jane, who's probably only in her early 20s at this point, yeah. to go and get executed. And poor Jane, she's done nothing wrong. Basically, she was appointed by a guy who was told by another guy mm. that his son, another guy, would be the best king. Yeah. And then probably a load of guys forced Mary into, you know, executing her. And this whole time, all she was doing was just living out her life, yeah. being pushed around... Like like a little pawn on a chessboard, mm. and god damn it, she deserved better than that. Yeah, I think Ugh. it's always a nice reminder of you know of the the casualties of patriarchy, <laughs> especially Tudor patriarchy. Oh yeah, like, that was uh, brutal. Those guys were butts. Yeah, but the women that came out of it were still badass. Like yeah, Mary have the to first, be. she was kind of a psychopath. Um, I don't know. I d- she burnt a lot of people. She, she was very religious. She had yes. Religious fervor. And that was basically from 
you know, seeing her religious mother get kicked in the yeah. butt by her arsehole of a father. So I don't entirely blame yeah. her. And also, I guess she was a bit <clears throat> kind of on, she was a woman ruling, so she yeah. was a bit kind of like, okay, my I've position's not myself. very secure yeah. here. Yeah. I'm going to have to make some big changes. <laughs> and she kind of had a really sad love life because she oh, married yeah. Philip II, who... Second, yeah, yes. Spain. Who she was totes in love with, and yeah. he was sort of like, oh, yeah, I've he was home fond. to Spain. Yeah, important king stuff. Yeah, and she thought she was pregnant, and it turned out to be a stomach tumor. Yes, she was. She was the one where she kept on having phantom pregnancies, but it was really actually sad. probably a tumor. Which because she yeah. really wanted a baby with the man she loved, but the guy didn't love her back. And oh, Mary, I feel so sorry for her. Yeah, like, they all had a kind of shitty time. Really. Yeah. Not yeah. great, thank God, for the NHS. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily, they weren't really raised by their father. Their yeah. father didn't seem to have any oh, no. proper influence no. on them. Um, so, good, because Henry sounded like a butt. He did sound like a butt. Big, fat, he womanizing was a butt. big butt. <laughs> right, so basically, I asked, or we asked on yes. our Twitter... Um, we asked for your women that you like. Women. Your women, they could be fictional, they could be historical, they could be anyone. Yeah. People that have influenced you or people that you think are cool, that you like. Ooh. And so, yeah, we got... Um, so, uh, shall I read out some suggestions? Yes. Okay, so Rob Sweatsloot says, Corey Everson, an awesome 80s lady bodybuilder, Whoa. was in a few films and TV shows being a cool badass. Lady bodybuilders are so cool. That, it just, I just have so much admiration. Yeah, like, it's really scary with the, like, her like, bodybuilders in general. <laughs> yeah, just like, I, I, like, I started going to the gym, trying to get a little bit fitter. You're a bodybuilder now. Uh, yeah, yeah, look at Ooh. me, Kate. Just look at my rippling muscles. <laughs> no. <laughs> One day. One day, one day. Um, Robbie Patterson says Julie Andrews. I don't need oh to God. give a reason. She's so cool. She is cool. Apparently she was like properly like naughty on set. Like she would play oh. pranks. She would like oh, swear. Oh, that's kind of naughty. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be like kinky. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like she would like... with the Sound of Music process. No, no. Like she would like swear <laughs> and like play like... And like play pranks on people. Oh, bless. Which sounds pretty fun. What a cool lady. Yeah. Um, D.S. Wadeson at Mad Quill says, Real, Susan Sontag, uh, Stevie Nicks, yeah. Ursula Le Guin, Holly Herndon, Fictional, Femme Shep, Nariko, Zelda, The Fox from Persona 4. Good list. Yeah. That's a lot of women in one tweet. Oh, we've got, we've got <laughs> uh, Commander Shepard. There we go. Um, Existential uh, Panic, Old R Jim, Jim Video Gamer fame. Who, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, has three daughters. Yes. Well, we will see in a second. Yay, ladies. He, um, he said, Commander <laughs> Shepard is my hero. I mean... I mean, I hear some people play Mass Effect as a male version, but their copies must have been broken. I agree because <laughs> Damn straight. because you know his like the mm. the female version was so much better yeah. than the male version. Fem- like female Shep was awesome. I saw a statistic the other day that was women sixty um, percent of women want to play as a woman in video games. Yeah, only thirty nine percent of men want to play as a woman mm-hmm. uh, as a man even. Um, so oh, obviously, wow. it's more important yeah to women to play their own gender. That's, that's just a statistic yeah. there for you. But then he <laughs> follows up by saying, also, you know, my wife and daughters, oh, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Which is adorable. Yeah. I think he has three daughters? Yeah. Yeah, and one of them just starred in one of their video game of things. Oh, she's the Guardian writer? She is Guardian writer. 
young, young female Guardian writers, what are they like? Eh? Oh, they're so gross. I know, they're no everywhere. They're the plague of today. <laughs> <laughs> the scourge of our times. You know who else is cool and has daughters? Mm-hmm. Gary. Yes, Gary is cool. Yeah. And his daughter is all, his daughter's like my fashion inspiration. <laughs> he posts pictures of her like outfits. Yeah. And I saw one he posted on Facebook the other day where it yeah. made me go like, woo! Yes. And it was a... Um, a the kind dinosaur of, t-shirt? Yes, the dinosaur yes. top. He was like, the di- his daughter was wearing an awesome little dinosaur top yep. and the label said for boys and he was like no it's for boys and girls because yeah. they're the same there's shape. literally no difference until like, they hit puberty yeah until you sprout yeah. chesty lumps yeah like who cares some little chesticles going yeah. on no difference just You're, wear whatever you want yeah so and rock that dinosaur t-shirt so Sam. yes shout out <laughs> to all you awesome fathers with awesome daughters yes <laughs> and sons as well yes we, we embrace everyone <laughs> yay here. good uh, parents Sam Ahmed says Kate Bush is the fucking best I agree Kate she Bush is, cool. is one of my own personal heroes um, I'm certainly obsessed with her I went to go mm-hmm. see her live last year and it really? was one of the best things ever I never thought I'd get to see that but I, I kind did. of just love female pop stars or yeah. rock stars or singers or women in general. yeah just all women Kate Bush was the first woman to, um, to get to number one with a self-written song what? Yeah, and that's it, cool. And it was a song she wrote when she was about sixteen. Yeah, like she was. Well, she is insanely talented. I think, like, I know everyone says this, but Taylor mm. Swift's doing a badass job at the moment. Oh everyone's yeah, it's really weird and cynical about her. They're like, mm. oh, it's just a PR thing that she's being nice, and it's like, so even no. if it is, that's a cool business decision. And even then, it's like it would be a lot more risky PR wise to do what she's doing than to try and just not do it do you know what I yeah. mean like it could backfire majorly yeah but I think it's cool and it's you've good. got cool women like Nicki Minaj yeah. who's like oh my god she's better than most like male rappers at yeah the and her butt is really good <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was like Kate Bush was discovered by Dave Gilmore from Pink mm-hmm. Floyd when she was about 16 or something yeah and um basically uh people were like oh well if you want to help her out, you should put her in an album with you. And he was like, no, because she's really yep. good and deserves to be on her own and she yeah. doesn't need me around to help her. And I was like, yeah! Woo! And yeah, but <laughs> Kate Bush, yes, awesome. Yes. A personal favourite of mine. Good hair. Luke Pastille. I'll start with Chitara. Isn't that... Wait, Chitara is in Thun- Thundercats. I don't know. I've never seen Thundercats. Okay. <laughs> I, I may be completely wrong there. This may, that might actually be a really serious person, and I've just thought she was a lady from Thundercats. Okay. Um, you quickly Google that while I read the rest I'm out. Googling. Quietly M- Middle Googling. it with Kelly Kapowski and finish with a L- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I love that um, Slash Jessica Negri. One-two punch. What's one-two punch? When you go pow-pow like okay. that really fast, and then the person falls over. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm Googling. I'm Chitara. Googling to check that you're... Thundercats! Yeah, was I right? I'm pretty sure. Let me just... Yeah! Oh, Look, she's yeah. a Thundercat. She is a Thundercat. Yeah. Awesome. Joe Scrabbles uh, says, My grandma once shooed KGB agents looking for, <laughs> for my grandpa off off of a porch so powerfully that they never came back so her. That's you a, told me that story That's a before. pretty good story. That's a badass story. That's a really Joe badass story. Joe has really cool grandparents, though. My so. great great grandmother or something it's quite cool we still have her um her wedding jacket my grandma still wedding has it jacket that's cool it's cool it's it's brown it's uh, quite ugly oh but um <laughs> because white wedding dresses weren't a thing yeah um 
and until Vic- Queen Victoria did it or something. It was one of the many trends I think she said, but I'm yeah. that might be an urban legend. I don't know. But anyway, we have was it. But apparently, she was quite a she was quite like a severe but pretty badass woman, mm-hmm. and she set up a cookery school to help uh, unwed mothers learn how to cook Aww. so that they could help fund their lives and give oh them a my skill. God, that's cool. Because unwed mothers had a bit of a shit time. Yeah. But yes, Chris Taylor says. Charlotte Corbet, the Sol... Soldaderous? I think, I think I've heard of those, but I'm going to Google them anyway. Do it. Um, Not quite heroines, but still badass ladies of history. So Charlotte Corbet was the one who murdered Marat in the French Revolution. Um, She was cool. Basically, uh, I kind of liked Marat. Uh, He was a guy who, I forget... He was some kind of revolution. Are you, are you getting are you getting I, all romantic? Are you getting all lame as yes! a and oh. she wasn't in lame Miz. Well lame Miz is set after the revolution, if I'm right. I yeah. may be wrong. Okay, I'm right. That's what cool. was the soldad? The soldad. I'm gonna Google it so we can tell people about these badass women. They were female soldiers in the Mexican Revolution. Oh, okay. Yes. No, I do know this. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was like the, um, was it Russians had a squad of uh, female snipers that was mm-hmm. said to have some of the highest hit rates out of any sniper squad. Awesome. Yeah. Better eyes, statistically. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's a <laughs> Also, I just want to use this opportunity to bring out um, one of my favorite Greek plays, mm-hmm. which is called The Lysistrata. It's about this woman called Lysistrata who um, <clears throat> basically the men are doing a war, mm-hmm. doing this war, and the women don't agree with it. Yes. So they withhold sex yeah. until the men do what they want. And it actually inspired something in another country that I don't remember. But in real cool. life. <laughs> Not too long ago. I think it was the 20th century. And, okay. um, you know, apparently it works. So Sweet. if you want anything done, <laughs> stop having sex with men, apparently. Okay. <laughs> um, woo, sexual power. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay, Rich says... Um, Oh, wait, he gave a Wikipedia uh, link. That's good, we don't have to Google ourselves. Uh, to Nancy Wake. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, French Resist... Uh, the French Resistance she was part of? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Wake was the Gestapo's most wanted person with a five million franc price on her Whoa, head. Oh, that's one expensive yeah. lady! French, the French Resistance had a whole bunch of really cool people. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And he says, and Joni Mitchell, the greatest singer-songwriter of her generation. Oh, yes. yes. Joni Mitchell is good. Ah, oh, um, singers. You're so lovely. <laughs> uh, Kim Blake says, Eleanor of Aquitaine, as oh. portrayed by Catherine Hepburn, two for one. There we go. Good choices. Yes. Oh my god, just like women actresses in the early 20th century are just all so perfect. I know, oh it's ridiculous. God. The pictures they take of them, like I know they're sort of, you know, yeah. photoshopped, but in a 20th century way. Lots of but, lights and Oh things. my god, like their perfect lips and yeah. their beautiful hair and I'm just like, oh, you must have had such a long time getting ready. I know, it's like oh I my. cannot imagine how long yeah. that took. <laughs> oh but they're all so beautiful. Yeah, Gosh, but then man. I also want to believe that they took so long. <clears throat> and then yeah. maybe if we took so long, <laughs> we would look like that. I don't know how yeah. to do my hair like that, where no. it has like the perfect wiggles. See, I have, I have a wiggles. natural wiggle in my fringe. You do have a wiggle. Yeah. it's I've, I mean, I've straightened it today, so the wiggle has been <laughs> tamed. But yeah. but it's ne- it never looks that good as they do. It yeah. always just looks a bit kind of fluffy. Like a duckling mm. on my head. Ducks are great too. <laughs> that is true. So you rock it. Thank you. <laughs> um, Peter Milner says Siri. Mm-hmm. Yep, from The Witcher Three, and Margaret Hamilton, the NASA programmer. There we go. Moving mm. on from Ada Lovelace, we've got Siri. Which is that um, <laughs> yeah, 
yes, we got series. The yeah. natural progression of characters. <laughs> you know, uh, Margaret Hamilton, that amazing picture of. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yes. she's so cute. I know. Look at the amount of programming. But wasn't it apparently, again, I may be wrong. <laughs> but apparently program was originally very much a female thing to do because mm. it was kind of the natural progression from transcription and things yeah. like that. Um, but then men took over because men... They noticed that it was fun. Yes. Men. <laughs> men. <thing>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Edward Price says, Gruntilda from Banjo-Kazooie was the first time <laughs> I realised villains could be compellingly likeable yet still be totally evil. Uh, Gruntilda is the... She's, well, ugly... She's the ugly um, witch lady. Mm. And uh, she, well, she kidnaps uh, Banjo's younger sister, mm. which is less cool. But basically she wants to be beautiful. And that's not her fault, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a patriarchy-driven value mm. uh, that, that makes her feel worth in society. Kidnapping, not so good, but um, she's still cool. <laughs> like, she's pretty powerful. She's created this maze of, like, weirdness for yeah. Banjo and Kazooie to trek through so obviously she's an accomplished architect <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously yeah. had some major training and she builds herself this thing that sucks out the beauty from one person and puts it into her so she's clearly a pretty good engineer too yeah that's pretty impressive yeah. um Hiplink says Bjork 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 yeah <laughs> good point uh, ben Ted says Verity Lambert is my favourite historical woman. I quickly looked her up and she was an English television and film producer and she was the founding producer of Doctor Who. No way! Yeah, do you remember I've, someone, there was a BBC like, little mini uh, film thing about her. It was quite interesting. Okay, and cool. Basically, no one would take her seriously as oh. you would expect from the BBC in yeah. the 1960s, was it, when Doctor Who was first <sighs> about? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, but it was interesting. She was, you know, you have to be pretty, pretty fucking determined to make it through for all that's, that that's bullshit. That's the amazing thing about the historical women is the mm. one that fight, the ones that fight so much to get to the top are yeah. like the very top, like 1% of women. Yeah. So there are 99% of, of other women who never even got seen, who were just as amazing as the guys but they never had the money yeah. or the education to get there. Mm -hmm. So the only ones we actually see are the best of the best. Or they're deliberately not written about yeah. and ignored. But we oh, that's why we've got to celebrate the ones we do know about. Let's celebrate harder. Yay! <laughs> uh, Becky Kane says, When I grow up, I'm going to be Amy Poehler. Or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, um, Amy Poehler has this thing that I've been following on Twitter, which is called Smart Girls, or mm -hmm. actually Smirt Girls. Um, and basically it celebrates women of like all walks of life. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, what we're doing now. So it's historical women. It's people tweet into this Twitter account going, my clever little girl just graduated. And they retweet it and they're like, yay. Aww. So like all these women get to be celebrated for being smart because, you know, it's society doesn't really do that. No, you get much. celebrated much more for the aesthetics a lot easier than you yeah. do for anything else. So it's a really cool Twitter account and I recommend you will follow it just Aww. to... Just to Give everybody that confidence boost. Yeah. Yeah, women. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Unfortunately, we had audio issues at the end of that podcast, so me and Holly, who you can probably hear in the background singing her hit song, Fight for This Love, and we're very sorry about that, but you can check us out on Twitter at Toku underscore podcast, on Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook, which is just Toku Podcast, and let us know in the reviews what you think of our lovely podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye!
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 